0: You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. Good morning to you. Happy Monday. Great to be starting the week with you again. Another Monday, the first Monday of November. How are you, Kapow?
1: I'm very well, Bianco. How are you, my friends? Couldn't be any better. I'm glad to hear it. Hey, I want to know how many people are actually at work today?
0: Exactly. Because
1: you've co- sort of got that little opening where you're meant to be at work, but public holiday tomorrow. It is
0: know? Cup Eve.
1: It's Cup Eve. We can't really do much for the Cup though, can we?
0: Not really. Not really. Well, you can gather with people outside and have a good time. Yeah. Hey, plenty to come in the next two hours. We should get straight into our Brecky Bang Me things. And it's a little tribute to the vibe of what's happening this week. A bit of a remix of horses, I think, to get the Monday started. No. We will- Hey, how's your weekend?
1: Mine was good. I was back in the retail Saturday game for the oh. first time in months. Oh. So that took a bit of adjusting. A lot of people out and about shopping. Yes. Yeah, it's crazy. And the thing is, too, it's not as streamlined as it used to be because we all have to be COVID safe. So there's a lot of cues. It was sort of like Boxing Day dress rehearsal. Really? It was a lot happening. I wonder how that's
0: going to go this year because it's yeah. creeping up on us.
1: Exactly. So we'll have to see. And then I was meant to, after work, go and have a picnic like everybody else is with their mates at the moment. Mm. Finished work a little too late, so that was off the cards. Aww. So hopefully next weekend I'll be able to catch up with everybody. That's devastating. Did but you
0: catch up with any of your mates?
1: I didn't get to this weekend. No, I did get to go see my auntie, though, who's going through the wars at the moment. That's so good. it was good to see her. And then on Sunday... I had to work from home, doing other work things. So, you know, real exciting weekend for me.
0: Well, I had to work both days as well. Yeah. But I still managed to have some kind of a social life. You were at the beach. I was at the beach. That's unusual for me.
1: I was going to say, it's sort of weird seeing Bianco outside of his normal habitat, which is normally a radio station. Hey,
0: look, there's a whale. No, it's just Carl. Hey, (laughs) you don't say that. No, what was it like down the beach? Uh, it was actually quite a nice night, Saturday night. Um,
1: I So, obviously, you've posted it on social media, mm. and I'm friends with one of your group members as well. Mm. Can I ask a question? Yes. All of them were in uniform t-shirts. Yeah. Where was yours?
0: I was dressed as Dan. <laughs> I couldn't find my insert sponsorship name jacket here, but yep. I was wearing similar attire, and I thought, you know, because I have glasses, that... I would come as Dan. Because it was also Halloween on Saturday. It
1: was. Hey.
0: I did my best, Dan. I don't know if you noticed. I was actually wearing black shoes. I didn't. I'm sorry. Okay, well then. That would have been the dead giveaway that that was who I was trying to look Ah.
1: like. Did people recognize you? Ask you for selfies?
0: No, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't.
1: Present you donuts? That's like a legit thing now. Everybody is just like going crazy for the donuts.
0: They just want the donuts. Donuts. It's good. It's very good. What day was it that we received the first donuts? I think it was it was Monday, wasn't it? Yeah, because we were on air. Mm-hmm. So Monday, the twenty sixth. I want to say it was. Yes.
1: Let's just give it that.
0: It was correct. Good work. Well done. Good Carl. math. Good math. I get a tick for that. Monday the twenty sixth is officially going to be known as Annual Donut Day in Victoria. I declare. Done. It. So does everybody else. There you Fantastic go. Fantastic news. You know, it was so good to see mates and socially distant with each other and wear masks and do the right thing.
1: It's weird to see them in person, isn't it? So weird. When I do catch up with my friends, you're like, oh my gosh, you're not behind a screen or I'm not just hearing your voice on the phone. It's really quite
0: bizarre. But I was so happy to see everybody though because this has been my isolation bunch. This is your trivia crew. We've all grown close together because of what we've had to encounter the last few months and it was just so good to see each other because the last time we saw each other was in June. Yeah, A long time ago. Long, long time ago. Yeah,
1: well, I'm glad you made it down to the beach, Bianco, and I think it's even better that you dressed up as Dan. Amazing.
0: Thankfully, the weather held off too. It was a magnificent weekend, and the weather's continuing this week. I'll get to that a little bit later on today, but 25 degrees on the way today. I can get used to that. Yeah, I'll approve that. Look, i got a little bit of a bone to pick this morning. I want to start on a local thing that I experienced for the first time across the weekend. Yep. I'm becoming a bit of a train nerd. <laughs> I'm happy to really? admit it. we need to nerd out on something in our lives. On top of radio, I'm now nerding out on trains, and occasionally, I dabble a bit in gardening. I'm just in kidding.
1: what world are you dabbling in gardening?
0: I like to trim the hedges, make Dude. sure <laughs> make sure the backyard looks clean.
1: Is that right? No, not really. I was going to say, who would have thought Bianca had a green
0: thumb? But trains are my new thing, my new hobby, on top of my existing love of radio. Yep. And it's fair to say, it's fantastic that we can now travel within 25 kilometres, and I decided to explore the Frankston Line a little bit. Good call. And it's the first time since the level crossings have been removed in Mentone and also Cheltenham that I've been able to get past the new Cheltenham and Mentone stations. And I was like, great! I get to see what it's like for the first time. I got excited. I was going to see the new Cheltenham and Mentone station and see how great it is. He had
1: his camera ready, guys. He was going to take photos. He was so excited.
0: First thing that let me down... (laughs) There's all this graffiti already along the new train line. Yeah,
1: come on, guys. What are you doing?
0: I mean, I know we haven't had much to do on lockdown, but that's unacceptable. Yeah. Graffiti, no. That's not
1: a fourth reason to leave your house.
0: No, it is not, quite simply. Tagging. I'm, I'm disappointed. No. If anybody's tagged out there.
1: Lesson learnt next. If there's ever a next time, heaven forbid, we write tagging, not on in prohibited. lockdown. Prohibited.
0: Not acceptable. No. And that was unacceptable Nada. viewing through the new... Areas on the Frankston line. Anyway, I've gone past Mentone, I've gone past Cheltenham and it's disappointed me. Oh. It's let me down.
1: Yeah, I did get a um, message from you. I might have sent you a travel. little message
0: and just said, Look, I'm on my way to visit some friends elsewhere and I've gone past them and they've let me down.
1: Yeah, um you were almost emotional, you said to me.
0: I actually I'm serious about this. I genuinely was emotional going past Cheltenham and Mentone. Yeah. Because the character has been lost.
1: No, okay. See, I don't think the character has been lost. Personally, I haven't been on the train in. I don't even know how long. But at the same time, you have to remember people's safety comes first.
0: No, and I'm fully aware of it. And I know that level crossings can be deadly at the best of times and also alter traffic patterns and whatnot. Hold up our emergency services. So, removing them, fantastic. A great initiative. And I'm very thankful to the state government for deciding to do that. And... It has been fantastic, the turnaround they've been able to do it. In, oh, 100%. You know, they did Ormond, they did McKinnon and Bentley a few years ago, and then they've knocked off Cheltenham and Mentone, as they've promised, and they're just knocking down the Frankston line and rebuilding the whole line. And it's magnificent, but they look too generic.
1: I think the problem is you, probably very much like me, Have memories of being at these stations? that
0: too. The whole memories of all these train stations growing up. You
1: go after school, you go get your Slurpee, you go hang out at the station. That's it. Yeah. I had
0: so many great memories, you know, heading around the Mentone area. Everywhere along the Frankston line where the old train stations. I go past them and I'm just like, oh, remember that, you know, remember that time? And now it's lost.
1: Yeah, see, I feel like this is also the point where we can actually pinpoint the moment we got old. Oh, You in particular, I bet you if there's ever kids on the train, you're going to look over and be like, back in my day, there used to be little huts (laughs) along here.
0: Well, Graham used to give me my paper at the Mentone train station every morning before I did Monday breakfast at Southern FM all those years ago when Southern FM was in Balcombe Road in Mentone. Okay,
1: we had very different experiences at Mentone station then, but... um (laughs)
0: That was a positive highlight for me after my schooling years. Yeah. When I was fresh out of high school and I was doing the breakfast shift on Southern FM, whatever morning it was, yeah. I love getting my morning coffee from the local cafe.
1: Get your paper. And
0: getting my paper from Graham. On your way. We'd have a great yarn about radio and then he'd say, here's the paper, Carl.
1: Have yeah. a great day.
0: And I would say, thank you, Graham. I appreciate it. What a great bloke. If he's listening or if he's, you know, around the traps, good on you, Graham, for constantly making my day when I used to do Brekkie Radio on Mentone.
1: There you go. So, Bayside, if you have been on the new train travel, I guess we can say, the new journey, 0404000736, are you feeling as sentimental as Bianco? I'm
0: very sentimental. Yeah. All the memories that I have sitting at those train stations. The good news, though, before we go to a break, the good news is the heritage listed sections of these train stations have been recovered and they're being put elsewhere. Yes. But, doesn't really help the course for the new stations, unfortunately. Carl and Catherine are with you for your Monday morning. Let us know. Surely I'm not the only one who misses the old train stations, but You'll again... you
1: new memories.
0: We are thankful for the new ones. And some kids that are growing up, getting on public transport for the first times in their lives are like, Daddy, look how great those train stations look.
1: I want to introduce a new segment here at 88.3.
0: What?
1: More specifically, our show. Okay. I want to call it What the Actual...
0: What the actual, okay.
1: Now, I don't know whether you do this as well, Bianco, but there's so many times throughout my week where I will see something, read something, and in my head I'm just saying, what the actual? (laughs) What is this person doing? What is wrong with our society? What the actual? And this week (laughs) is brought to you by a mum... Of two teenage boys here in Melbourne who has had a gutful of her kids smashing their phones in the bathroom because they take their mobile phones into the shower with them.
0: Right. Which,
1: first of all, I don't know if I'm in the minority here. I personally don't take my my phone into the shower.
0: Look, my phone's waterproof, but I still wouldn't do it. No.
1: See, I have my phone in the bathroom. I have, like, music and stuff playing. No,
0: I don't even have that
1: but I do not have it in the shower. So she's had enough because every single – she said it was a fortnightly basis. One of her teenage sons would come out and say, "Mum, smash my phone again on the tiles in the bathroom. And you know what? Not ideal. What the actual – So this mum has jumped onto a certain retailer community group that's on the socials saying, guys, I found a great find. What I'm going to do is I've bought two – of the phone car holders, you know, the ones that you put on your dashboard so you can put your phone on? Yeah. She's put them in her shower <laughs> so she can entertain her teenage boys being on their phones in the shower. Watch the actual...
0: Can I just say, a PSA for those listening, do not, and i repeat this again, do not take your phone into the shower. The only exception, as you alluded to a little earlier, is if you're listening to something and put it in a place where it cannot be dropped. No. Don't put it near the toilet.
1: Don't put it near the toilet. Don't put it near the sink. Don't put it in the shower. I have a friend who confessed, this is some years ago and we've still never let her let it go. Yeah. She was so addicted to her phone did the same thing. But she took, you know those plastic sleeves that you'd put in a binder? Mm -hmm. She stuck one of them on her shower wall and put her phone in that.
0: How would that hold up, though?
1: I don't know how she did it. I think it was duct tape or something. So, it looked real cute in the bathroom, you know. It really went with the aesthetic.
0: <laughs> you think something like that would look real cute oh, real in the bathroom? real cute. Real cute. Oh, guys, the new accessory but, these oh, days.
1: But... I'm glad that you say that you didn't bring your phone into the shower either because I thought I was in the minority because so many people jumped on this post and was like, what a genius idea. No. And I was like, what are you doing in the shower with your phone? Are you TikToking? Like, what are you doing?
0: No, that's just wrong. Wrong on so many levels. The only time that I'll take my phone into the bathroom if I am showering is... Because I want to listen to an yeah. important interview or something like
1: an important like, interview, yeah,
0: like or a podcast. If I'm podcasting, yeah. you know, I like to listen to podcasts as well. As I said on the record, I'm a radio nerd. I listen to all wonderful things at random times. So if I want to catch up on something and I'm really listening intently to something, yeah, then there's a chance that I might take it in and listen to it.
1: But in the shower, no,
0: not in the shower, no, not unless my phone's ringing. I'm like, I need to take this, yeah. In which, and I know I'm expecting a call, then, then you I may...
1: take the phone. you wouldn't take the phone call whilst in the shower.
0: No, I'd have the shower off. Yeah. But I might be showering while the phone rings. Yeah. So I might have to stop the shower, yeah. get out of the shower, and take a phone call. Because
1: that would be an experience. If I called you and I hear this running water, I'm like, Bianca, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just in the shower. What's up?
0: I'm going to call you from the shower tomorrow. Please, no.
1: <laughs> so that concludes the first edition of What the Actual... If anyone has any suggestions, O four oh four Triple Zero seven three six. But guys, come on. I like
0: that. What the actual interesting overnight there was three house fires around our metropolitan areas. I don't know what's going on, but there was one in Marabin as well.
1: Oh, that's not good. I hope everyone's okay.
0: I think people are still undecided whether to put the heating on or the cooling on and they just forget which one they've got on. So the top for too long it just
1: is it a bit warm in here, Bianco?
0: Yeah, I think so. This is Amy Shark featuring Travis Barker. Come on!
1: What the actual?
0: Hey Kapow. Hey Bianco! It is Cup Eve.
1: It is Cup Eve.
0: Tomorrow's Cup Day.
1: Makes sense because it's Cup Eve.
0: Correcto, Mondo. And one thing that always gets raised is, are you taking a sickie? Should we have another public holiday on the Monday because everybody takes the day off anyway? Yep. And. An- I was sort of reflecting over the years and I thought about what public holidays we actually do have and whether or not we should have those public holidays. And if we don't have those public holidays, where should we have a public holiday, if that makes any sense? Makes a lot of sense. So I reckon that we probably should have the grand final eve public holiday today. Why? because then you've got oh, Monday and Tuesday, cup eve off. Yeah. And then cup day off.
1: But are you saying just for this year because the grand final wasn't here or just in general?
0: Yeah, or maybe we have like a half day today. A half day? You choose what part of the day you want to work, either early start, six to midday or midday to six. Gosh. Yeah. Cause no, that's
1: harsh. Like, I don't know. I just think with this day in particular, speaking from childhood trauma where my parents did not believe me, I'll never forget this, in high school. I said, no one is going to school on Monday.
0: Think about it. A lot of the time, the only schools that actually go to school today are public schools.
1: Yeah. Well, I was saying to my parents, no one's going, and they were like, you're going to school, you're going to school. In my whole year level, which I don't know, would have been at least, what, 100 kids? Mm. There were four of us for the whole day. Yeah. Yeah. So, to any kids going to school today, I, I feel your pain.
0: Good luck to yeah. you. But I, I feel like a lot of the schools out there just have the day off. They have an extracurricular yeah. day, a teacher day or whatever. The day gets taken off.
1: Well, even just driving here today, I thought I was going to be late because I left the house a little later than usual. And, um yeah, there was not a car on the road.
0: Really? Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty quiet, actually.
1: Had my own personal highway. It was great. <laughs> Did you? Yeah.
0: The Nepean Highway became the Capel highway?
1: It was like um, Thunder Road in Greece. <laughs>
0: Don't tell me you were speeding like that. No, 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 no. It's just a... It was just...
1: (laughs) I had my cheer squad on the side of the highway being like, accelerate, accelerate.
0: Minus Kanicki, he went out pretty early.
1: Oh, He was a good egg.
0: Oh, There's a few others, I reckon. Like, we have Queen's birthday off when we got, you know, the Moomba.
1: Yeah. What confuses me? Okay, so this is a whole other kettle of fish that you just brought up. Mm. Queen's birthday... Everyone has their own interpretation of when that should be. Yeah. Is that not the most confusing public holiday of all
0: time? It is extremely confusing. And I don't
1: know about you, but my like phone and laptop are synced in terms of calendar. And so I'll get a pop up being like Queen's birthday. So I get excited thinking it's for us mm. and it's not.
0: Yeah, why do you have that? So I up? don't
1: know. Just they do it and it breaks my heart every okay. time.
0: So for those wondering, the Queen Queen Elizabeth II was born on the 21st of April. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that should be our Queen's birthday. You think so? Across the nation. Yeah. But no. No. It's not. It's actually, when is it again? June.
1: Every day is the Queen's birthday, apparently.
0: Mmm. Public holidays. Which ones should be where? Let us know. Oh four oh four triple zero seven three six. I feel like we need to declare Cup Eve a half day.
1: I just think a full day off.
0: Half day Cup Eve.
1: Mate, I know you dressed up as Dan Andrews for Halloween, but you're not ready to make executive decisions.
0: Are we right to go? Hey,
1: Bianco. It's a big week this week.
0: Massive week.
1: As you said, it's the cup, but also for people who care about the state of the world,
0: it's
1: the US election. And...
0: Did you have to bring it up?
1: It's stressful times.
0: Can I just say, on the record, that I'm actually really disappointed that we show so much interest in that.
1: Look, I mean, I think we have to, because... It's such a open world that we're living in.
0: But do Americans do the same with us? They don't say, oh, Skirmell, he's coming up against, uh, what's his name? Shortface, uh, Bill Shorten. They, you didn't Did hear Let's call him Sharkface. No, I said Shortface. Oh.
1: But no, I think it's the fact that the US, regardless of what their reach is now, they're always going to have influence over the world, whether that be from a cultural sense or whatever it is. And so people are invested, particularly when it is as crazy as it is. But that's not what we're going to talk about. That's just setting the scene.
0: Okay. I didn't think you were going to you were going No, no, no. Up. We're not
1: talking politics. It's way too early for that. <laughs> anyway, um, so Joe Biden, obviously both candidates, are sort of doing that last minute sprint to get people to the polls. Yeah. And they're sort of approaching it in different ways. So Trump, obviously, is doing his big rallies. Yeah. He's still trying to dance to the YMCA, even though the village people are begging him to stop because that's his appeal. Biden's taking a different approach.
0: Yeah, he's calling Trump George. He did that. That that
1: was unfair. He was talking about the journalist. But anyway.
0: George, uh, Trump. Anyway, he was saying. Leave
1: him alone. Anyway, so he is enlisting the help of his former boss, Biden is. Yep where Barack Obama has come out of retirement in a sense because he's been writing a book. Yep. And he's become, I don't want to say Joe's receptionist, but he's sitting at the phone randomly cold calling Americans and encouraging them to vote. And it's kind of amazing. They've been posting it on social media, people just having a nice chat to, you know, the former president of the US. And he's asking about their kids and their families and what they're up to. And it got me thinking... If any celebrity would randomly call your phone, who would you want it to be? Because people are losing their minds over this. Obviously, you were not expecting Barack Obama to call you.
0: No, you're not. And when you get a phone call from a former president of the United States, it must be important.
1: 100%. But just the fact it's so casual too. He's like, oh, hi, is that uh, Bianco? Um, oh, yeah, hi, it's um Barack. Hope you're doing well. What are you up to on this beautiful day? Like, that's the tone he's going with. And people have just... I'm Barack
0: uh, Obama. You you just
1: gave me the fright of my life, former president.
0: Out of nowhere. (laughs) He's coming to talk to you as well. (laughs) But
1: but, Bianco, who would you pick if anyone could call you and you could just have a nice chilled chat? Like, obviously, it's going to be skewed at some point, but just to have a nice chat about life and what you're getting up to and
0: small talk. Are we talking political or just talking in general?
1: Anyone, anyone.
0: Jeez, that's a tough one. Yeah. I'd love to chat to, like, Tom Lynch or... Trent Cotchen or someone like I've already spoken uh, to Trent Cochin though, so I can sort of tick that one off my bucket list. Who else? Um, I wouldn't mind a conversation with John Howard, former, mini- former Prime Minister of Australia. Really? Yeah. If we're talking political, I'll chuck that one in there. He was great.
1: You want to talk about how to get the eyebrow look like he does?
0: Oh, yeah. Because I
1: think he seriously brought eyebrows back. Probably. When you think of his reign as the Australian Prime Minister, people were rocking the 90s brow still. Yeah, and he ha- had the firm brow.
0: But that was just John Howard. He, he wasn't trying to be a fashionista with his eyebrows. Mm. He just was John Howard.
1: Well, I'd run without John, if you're listening. Would you? Yeah.
0: Okay. And you know what else? I would have loved to have had a beer with Bob Hawke, rest in peace. He seemed like an absolute legend, that bloke. Did so much for this country. Oh, yeah, 100%. As Prime Minister. I'm just talking politically because, you, you know, you put a bit of a political twang on it. What about you? Who would you talk to?
1: At the moment, if it meant that the world was going to settle a bit more, I'd talk to Osher Ginsberg um, purely to talk about the state of the Bachelorette and what's happened and how we can fix it. Yeah, I hear you,
0: you had a question for me. I, we wanted to to call up and, and answer it personally. There you go. He's... It was Barack, I'm sorry. It wasn't who it you It wasn't Osher. It's fine. He's still just finding a way to push through the old pri- uh, president. <laughs> I forgot what he was. Good on him. Yeah, and probably Pretty Adam, amazing. S- Adam Sandler, I reckon I'd chuck in as well. Oh,
1: own. He's got. Has he got another movie out? He was promoting something else the other day. Could be Halloween. No, there's another thing. Is there? Yeah. Well, it's
0: news to me. I'll have to go dig it up. I imagine. And it's time for Monday motivate. Oh, why, where did that come from? <laughs> I meant to actually play this.
1: There we go. Our chariots of fire quota has been filled for the day. I
0: know. It's just because I wanted to just acknowledge the fact you reminded me what that was called. So you're thank welcome. You. I've you, got you. You motivate me. Stop it. On a Monday and a Friday, and I appreciate that. If I
1: had a dollar for every time I heard that, I'd have a dollar. Anyway, <laughs> let's
0: okay. get into it. Right so, on. obviously, in
1: the first hour, we were talking about Barack Obama. So, I think it's only fair that we bring him in to motivate. I think he's a pretty motivational person. Okay. Are you going for your assortment as always?
0: Well, we'll, we'll see what happens. All
1: right. Well, let's go with the first quote from Barack, shall we? The cynics may be the loudest voices, but I promise you they will accomplish the least. Thanks for that. You're welcome.
0: Motivation is what gets you started. Habit is what keeps you going.
1: Oh, I like it. Change will not come if we wait for it or we wait for some other people or some other time. We're the ones we've been waiting for. We're the change that we seek.
0: Start where you are. Use what you have. Do what you can.
1: Ooh. We did not come here to fear the future. We came here to shape it.
0: Oh, that's a nice one.
1: Yes. Yeah. Snappy. I like it.
0: If you continue to think the way you've always thought, you'll continue to get what you've always got.
1: Ooh, powerful. All right. One more from Barack, I think. Keep exploring. Keep dreaming. Keep asking why. Don't settle for what you already know. Never stop believing in the power of your ideas, your imagination, your hard work to change the world.
0: I'm going to leave you with a Dickens quote. Go on then. Never do tomorrow what you can do today. Procrastination is the thief of time.
1: I'm going to use that as my personal quote for the week.
0: I appreciate that. Yeah. Good stuff from Dickens.
1: Very good stuff from Dickens. And from Barack, obviously.
0: Yes, I did try and, you know, find some inspirational quotes from John Howard, but it was all really political-related, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh well. None
1: of that at Motivate, thank you.
0: Dickens motivated me anyway.
1: But anyway, guys, go forth with your week. Be productive. No procrastination, as Dickens said. Mm. And if you've got two days off, lucky you. Yes. Fire up on Wednesday.
0: Good on you. This is Delta called Solid Gold. Oh, I just realised I've got to get rid of the Monday quote music. What a remix that would be. It would be, wouldn't it? Damn! I came across an article across the weekend. It was a very interesting article and it caught my attention because it was relating to family.
1: Which is impressive because it takes a lot to get your attention. I've learnt that.
0: Pretty much. But when I see something like this, it just captivates my attention. I thought I'd bring it to you on a Monday. Well,
1: go on then.
0: Look, there is a new couple... That have gotten together. They've been in a relationship for a short amount of time, but they're engaged, getting married, and the wife to be has a ritual in her family. It's a family tradition that the night that they sleep together in a bed, the family is outside, and the morning after they go into that bed and cut a piece of the (gasps) bed as like a family tradition. I've heard of this. How it happens?
1: Yes, I have heard of this.
0: Yes. However, the husband-to-be in the relationship is a little against this family tradition and is like, surely, like, we can just fake it or, Mm -hmm. you know, we don't have to have family members listening to whatever we decide to get up to on our first night as newlyweds.
1: Yes. It's, okay, it puts a lot of pressure, for starters, on the marriage.
0: Yeah, well, you're breaking family tradition if you don't do it. Yeah,
1: but also, I don't know whether that would be something I'd be into, listening to a family member. You know what I mean? I don't think that's something that I would want really to do.
0: I suppose the question I'm asking is when have you broken a family tradition? Or would you break a family tradition if you were ever faced in a situation like this?
1: Ooh. I'm trying to think what family traditions I have.
0: Well I have one. Go on then. Supporting Richmond. (laughs) It is it it just became a family tradition, a Bianco tradition, and I couldn't say no. I was born into a Richmond family. And I'm not disappointed. Well, I was for twenty-one years, but you know that's another story. Nice. Last five haven't haven't been so bad.
1: Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. Watch it when it all falls to pieces. Bianca's like, "Yep." So I am a proud Collingwood supporter now.
0: Uh, p- uh, that would never happen. I would never. He <laughs> the black
1: sheep of the family.
0: No way. I would Hot never. Hot pies. Turn. I do have family members that go for Collingwood, hmm. but not me.
1: See, I if we're going to stick to the footy trend. I'm probably the only person in my whole family who just could not care less about footy. That's fine. I used to, as a kid, I used to go to the footy, and that was all fun and good, but I was there literally for the food.
0: But there's nobody saying that you must enjoy footy.
1: No, but it's sort of been a tradition. Like, my dad's side's Richmond, my mom's side's Essendon, I'm just nothing.
0: Fair enough. Yeah. Although you tend to take the side of Essendon if you have to take a side.
1: Yeah, like I say, I'm an Essendon supporter, but like I couldn't tell you a single player on the team.
0: Any other traditions in your household, in your family historically?
1: Look, I mean we all it'll be interesting to see what happens this year because mm. we always celebrate Christmas a certain way. We had yep. to break our Easter tradition this year because yeah. of COVID. So I think this is gonna be the year that traditions actually may change.
0: I reckon so as well. I think a lot of them have been, and mm. not by choice.
1: Yeah, just exactly. Because of
0: the situation we found ourselves in. But thankfully, we have such things as online video services platforms mm-hmm. like, you know, Zoom, yada yada yada. Which we can catch up with family still. 100%. Virtually. Virtually. That's been a saviour this year, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. I feel like a lot of people's insanity would have gone if we didn't have such sites as, you know, Zoom, etc. You name them, the list of them, because they've just allowed us to have visual contact with the people that we care about most. 100%. But
1: awesome. yeah, traditions will be interesting to see how particularly Christmas goes this year.
0: Yes How are you going about it? Is it too early? It's probably a bit too early to know Yeah
1: Because I normally have Christmas with my mum's side And that's a rather big family unit So I don't know if we're even going to be allowed To all be in the same space I don't know It's
0: a good question Isn't it? Hmm. Family traditions though Have you broken one? I want to know. I'm really keen to know. I'm sure there's someone out there that has broken a family tradition.
1: I want to know more about the family tradition you started with because I've actually heard of somebody doing... I don't know whether it's the same person and it's just taken a while to get there. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But I've heard that story before and you it's have. just wild. I
0: th- that is a very weird one, isn't it?
1: But, like, imagine going to the house and this is no shade. It's just talking through it. Yeah. Walking in the house and being like, oh, what's that framed? Oh, so that's a piece of sheets from... Um, such and such as wedding night, you're like, cool.
0: I know that some people keep their wedding cakes, though, preserve their wedding cakes for so long. I don't know how they can do that. What do they do? Put glad wrap over it or something?
1: Actually, speaking of, just real quick, I was watching over the weekend um, Justin Bieber has a new documentary. Oh, I don't want to hear about it. And he had a fight with his manager when he was, like, 14 because he had donuts in the bin, like, sitting on the top of the bin, and he thought he'd mess with his managers, and he ate a donut from the box in the bin. And it became such a viral internet thing that he froze that donut, the same donut, and it's been in his freezer for how many years now? I thought that was interesting. Nearly 10 years, the same donut. What do you mean? I want to know, Bayside, 0404000736, when have you low-key had a crush on someone? Every day. Well, I, I mean, I know. I am a vision, well, but- I'm talking you about know. you. <laughs> but, and that crush has then been revealed out into the world now- <laughs> A poor girl in the States, whilst all us Victorians, all our students are back in school, they're starting the whole online schooling process. Yeah. And they're still trying to just get over the last few little bugs in the system. Mm -hmm. Now, this poor girl, she's a high school student. Yeah. And her, I think it's her English teacher, is very young and very attractive. And unfortunately for her... She forgot that she was having audio issues, so she was watching her class on her desktop computer, Yeah. but her audio was coming from her iPad, which was sitting in front of her. Right. Very easy to get the two confused. So, while this teacher, who, just to paint the picture, I've seen a photo of him- He's very like what you would expect an English teacher to look like. Like, you know, in the, like the TV, like teenage TV shows and it's the young guy with like the sweater vest and the glasses, but like the longish hair. A
0: generic English teacher. Yeah, yeah.
1: But like young. Um, anyway, she was out loud crushing on her teacher, not realizing that her mic on her iPad was on. So, she was saying, oh, my God, he's so hot. I could listen to him talk all day, not realizing that not only could the teacher hear, but her whole class on the first day of school. And now she's sort of been branded as being in love with the teacher. And I just really feel for her.
0: <laughs> I don't think that's ever happened with me.
1: Well, I went to an all-girls school and it was sort of like a curse when a young male teacher came into the school. Well,
0: it was the same in an all-boys school yeah. where a young female teacher comes to the school. Yeah,
1: because we're like, what is this foreign creature? You know, like wow. you'd, you'd spe- see guys or girls on the outside of school. And so, like, all of us are like, oh, yeah, you know, we're seeing the guys' school after school and, and we is, thought we were so cool.
0: This is exactly why all schools should be co-ed. Yeah.
1: But so when this random young teacher shows up, they kind of get a bit stampeded on. <laughs> and... It's a very uncomfortable situation for the teacher. Yeah, always. And so, yeah, let's just put it that way. Um, I have seen that happen with my own eyes. Not on a Zoom call where people are openly crushing. Yeah. But there would be, like, I had an English teacher who was in this situation. Loveliest guy ever. Mm. Young and Canadian, obviously. <laughs> Everybody was in love with him. At your school? Yeah. Okay. And what would happen is you could always tell... Who was kind of crushing on the teacher yeah. because he would go to, like, talk about your paper and the girl would just go bright red, like bright red. <laughs> and so when I read this story, it just took me back and it just made me think, my gosh, that poor girl. Like, how do you come back from that?
0: I think it's a little bit more awkward for guys, though. I reckon. Yeah, because <laughs> hormones are, are raging in... Young men, oh, and girls too, uh, and young women. I know, but (laughs) I got to be careful. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know where you're going. But let's just say (laughs) we had a really good-looking Italian teacher in year eight. Bella. Bella. She was Bella. She was beautiful, lovely teacher.
1: No. And
0: I got along with her really well. Oh gosh. And I actually took up Italian Italian in year nine on convenient. (laughs) On the basis that I thought I was (laughs) going to have her. Unfortunately, I didn't get her as an Italian teacher in U9. She decided to have a kid and moved to Italy. So good on her. Don't blame her. But No um, wonder she
1: moved countries. I,
0: I had another year of Italian, an extra year that was useful, but not so useful at the same time. However, anyway, there's a famous story that we talk about. This guy did end up leaving the school. I don't think it was for this reason, yeah. but there's a, a fam- Famously, he might he was sitting at the back of the class oh no and he had the same teachers as what i had anyway they looked looked at him and oh, it's fair oh. to say being the young adolescent that he was he was <laughs> Excited to see the teacher. He was up and about. Need I say any more?
1: Wow, uh, that segment took a turn.
0: And this is exactly why all high schools should be co-ed. <laughs> I have recomposed myself after our last discussion about <laughs> attractive teachers in high school and crushes.
1: Hey, that sounds a bit weird out of context. We were talking about a girl who... um who may have outed her crush on Zoom. It
0: happens all the time. We weren't
1: though. rating our high school teachers on hot I was just hotness. having a little
0: conversation with you off air just then about a friend of mine who is a teacher in high school who has experienced the same thing. Mm. And the teachers can tell, by the Ooh, way. Oh, yeah. They can tell massively. There was another teacher who I could say I maybe had a little crush on. Anyway, <laughs> I wasn't like stalky or anything like that. It was like the
1: that. 70-year-old maths teacher.
0: No, it wasn't like that. It was really funny, though, because at one time we were at cross-country and... At the cruise country, I overheard a conversation where she swore. She's like, oh, sorry, Carl.
1: I always think it's really funny when people apologise for swearing in front of us young people. Look at me thinking I'm still young.
0: But it's like because teachers need to, you know, be on their best behaviour and not use any kind of language that could be not acceptable, basically. Yeah. It took a moment to realise what was unacceptable language.
1: (laughs) He's rattled. He's still thinking about the Italian teacher. (laughs) (laughs) What?
0: Thanks for that. <laughs> anyway. Oh, jeez. I've lost my train of thought. Why did you have to bring it it's up the again? the Italian. <sighs> you're right there. I am yeah. No, I'm not okay because I want to bring up something that I brought up on Friday again. Oh, you, no. You're going to hate me for this. The Kardashians. i going to bring them up again. You,
1: I'm actually concerned <laughs> that you aren't well. Two
0: shows in a row that I brought up. A family that I said I would never bring up on my radio yeah, show. for
1: people who were tuning in for the first time, we've been working together for what,
0: four years? Four years.
1: You banned me from talking about the Kardashians, I think, easily into our third show. And I haven't been able to speak <laughs> about them at all. You still have
0: occasionally. When
1: they are like my livelihood. And all of a sudden now you were on the bandwagon. Just, and I'm here for they're it. They're just
0: everywhere at the moment. I mentioned the hologram of Robert Kardashian, the late Robert Kardashian yes, that Kanye created for Kimmy's 40th. Mm. Well, she's caused uproar again, the great Kim Kardashian, because she's been photographed. Photographed. And there's a photo of her foot in particular where it shows six toes.
1: Okay. So as an avid Kardashian fan... Um, I just want to put it out there to the media that sometimes articles are written about things that have already been addressed. Yeah. So this happened about a year ago. Oh, I'll probably it's happened so. before, no yeah. doubt. Yeah. And Kim has come out and actually had to do a video tutorial on how it's the side of her foot because she's wearing heels that are so high and the platforms are just so little, it puts so much pressure on her foot that the side of her foot actually swells up, so it looks like a sixth toe. And yeah, everyone's all of a sudden writing about it again.
0: And it isn't, just for the record. However, I found something interesting that she said because she came out to out all of her haters again. Yep. And this is what she this is what she said. She said, "Now that I have your attention, vote in 6 days."
1: Yes. <laughs> Which people are obviously reading into because her husband is running as an independent in the election. So when you're seeing people encouraging others to vote at the moment, it's normally for the other side of the political system. But yes, everyone's like, well, who do you want us to vote for, Kim? Because she's kept it very under wraps who she's voting for.
0: Well, who do you reckon she wants us to vote for?
1: Well, that's what we're saying. Because she's, yeah, been very chill. Because she's very separate from Kanye's campaign, but you just don't know. But
0: her significant other in Kanye West has actually put it on the record that he doesn't want to be president until yeah. 2024. So but he's doing
1: like... well, though. That's the problem. I think he got 20% of the vote in one state already. And he's like, just paint the West Wing already. I'm ready to move in. Is that
0: what you're hearing? I heard he just withdrew himself from the whole race overall. I thought he just dropped out. No. Okay.
1: He's still running.
0: Good for him. Anyway, 0404000736, One have you been mistaken for having an extra toe or, a, you know, maybe even a finger? It happens. It does happen.
1: Speaking maybe, from experience. Maybe
0: you've got webbed feet.
1: Oh, that would be handy when you think about it. Would it though? If you were a swimmer miles ahead of the competition, if you had webbed feet.
0: Yeah. Are you allowed to actually compete in competitive swimming if you do have webbed feet? That's a question I've always wanted to know, actually. The answer to.
1: Um, Olympics, hi. Can you please let us know? Because imagine the advantage. It would be like wearing flippers.
0: Can you have webbed fingers? Can you have Yeah, up?
1: some people do. Yeah,
0: probably. My middle finger still hasn't recovered, just FYI. Can you
1: stop flipping me off? Okay. It's unprofessional. Fair
0: enough.
1: Hey, Bianco, I yeah. think we may be the only radio show across the world that didn't bring up the fact it was Halloween on the weekend.
0: Yeah, we didn't On really Friday, we
1: didn't that. do a Halloween segment at no, all.
0: I'm fine with that, though.
1: Here, we haven't. But I have decided to do my own twist on it. Because okay. obviously, people were still out trick-or-treating responsibly over the weekend. Mm. And it got me thinking about if you were in, just in everyday life to find yourself in a situation that you would deem to be a real-life Halloween movie Yeah, where it's just so scary to you. What would it be
0: if I could be in any Halloween movie?
1: Not to be in a Halloween movie. I'm talking about in everyday life. What would be the worst case situation you would find yourself in that would be your living horror movie?
0: Being in an endless lift, which I couldn't get out of. Ooh, like falling, falling down a lift, and yep. not being able to get out of it. Okay, that's pretty that's a scary. horror movie. I reckon.
1: See, I am going to have to face one of mine today. What's that? My laptop broke right at the very start of lockdown. Yeah. So it's really affected how I've been able to do my work and that sort of thing. So I've got to go into a certain store today and get it fixed. And I just hate going on into these situations, not because of the store, not because of the staff or anything, but it's the sitting around just like waiting and it's so intense. They always come out and diagnose your technology with something and mine's got several things wrong with it and I'm just bracing myself. But you know what I mean? You know when you look in your calendar and you're like, oh, this is something I've got to deal with today Yeah. on my day off. I'm not ready for it. I don't really want to do it.
0: <laughs> well, it's been and, six months in the making. You have to do it.
1: I have to do it. But it just, oh, and it's... and they take it out the back. And they're like, yeah, so wait 15. We're going to run some tests on it. Like they make it sound as if it's an actual person that's been put into hospital or something. And they come out and like, oh, here's your device. It's broken. We can't fix it.
0: It's always great when you go to the store that you have to to get your devices fixed. It's like, Watch like every time you go to these stores. You know? Every
1: single time. At least this time it's my computer and not my phone because when you're phoneless in that situation, the time really does drag out. I dislike
0: handing my phone back to get fixed.
1: Oh,
0: I don't do it often either.
1: Yeah, see, my laptop... Fortunately. <laughs> my laptop is... Um, it's not old enough. Like I had to do online... Um, troubleshooting when ISO first started because I just could not use it at all. Yeah. And the person over the phone got to hack into it and they were like, Hmm, this is quite interesting. <laughs> and that's not what you want to hear.
0: On your phone.
1: Yeah, over the phone they told me my laptop was quite interesting because oh, it hacked into it. I thought
0: they were hacking into so, your phone while you're on no. the phone.
1: <laughs> that oh. would be that would be quite interesting. I'd be concerned what about it. What are
0: that. these cookies? <laughs>
1: How good are the cookies there? Um, (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, that's um, how I'm starting my week, my day off. I'm going to get my laptop diagnosed with whatever's wrong with it. Are
0: you sure there's not a torrent on it?
1: I don't even know what that is. See, that's the other thing. I don't know what any technology stuff is. So they could like... I'm not joking. I found out what a QWERTY keyboard was yesterday.
0: Really? Do
1: you know why it's called a QWERTY keyboard?
0: No, enlighten me.
1: Okay, I don't feel so stupid. Yeah, I was talking and someone was like, oh, no, I was talking to my brother and he's like, yeah, because it's a QWERTY keyboard. And I was like, yeah, what does that even mean? And he's like, are you serious? I said, yeah, it's because when it, the way it's set out, the top row spells QWERTY. That's why it's a QWERTY keyboard.
0: It's okay. We're just getting older. I still can't I have understand. I no idea. I still don't understand what SMH stands for, but, you know, I'm sure I'll find out someday.
1: Wish me luck, guys.
0: Wish us luck. We will <sighs> find out what we need to find out someday. Uh, what have we learned today?
1: Um, I've learned a lot of things. I've learned that um, you were in love with your Italian teacher.
0: I've learned you, you had a crush on one of your teachers as well. I
1: actually didn't. I was one of the very
0: few that did. Yeah, didn't. yeah, I believe that.
1: Um, what else have I learned? I've learned that you were incredibly sentimental about the Frankston line.
0: I am. I am. I care about it dearly. I still love trains and I always will love Train. Change. Tra- <laughs> <laughs> That's a combination of trains and change. Trainge.
1: If you ever want to take away anything from our show, one thing, please make it be that Carl loves trains.
0: And at 8.57 on a Monday morning, I always muck up a word. Trange. Trange. On that note, see you on Friday, everybody.
1: See you on Friday. Have a great week, guys. Enjoy the public holiday tomorrow. Be responsible.
0: Yes, and pick a winner but gamble responsibly tomorrow for Cup Day. (laughs) On that note, we're out of here. Bianco's got
1: his fingers crossed. Bye. See ya. Take care.
0: You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM.